0: So if any any uh, site is in violation of these rules, we'll be looking into it. And I can tell you right now, I have directed our team.
1: Well, clearly they interest. are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I've directed our team to look into uh, this site and to make sure they're in compliance. If they aren't in compliance, that's it. They're, they're done.
1: Are they? Not so sure about that, but uh, I'm Alex Pearson. Great to have you here with us. And that was back in July. When the premier joined me on the show, because he was so outraged over the killing of Carolina Hubner Magarat, who was shot and killed at one outside of one of the uh, safe site areas in Leslieville, and, and and her family and that community were promised change that you know that things would be better, and we're now in October fifth, and community members who have been very open to this site, who were part of the, you know, we see the compassion. They were willing to have it in their community and only to find, out, find, you know, within weeks and months of it being there that they had open drug use, needles everywhere. They've got elementary school and, a, you know, a daycare right beside this thing. So you got kids watching this stuff, kids finding fentanyl, you know, crime. It, it, they've, they've put up with this. So they thought the turning point would be the death and the killing of this woman, and here we are, and, and nothing's changed. So they're frustrated. And so they had set up a committee with the clinic, the South Riverdale Health Center, you know, to get some accountability, get to the bottom, it, make changes, and they sent an email out. I got it yesterday saying we're done. They resigned, and uh, they say the clinic has no interest in accountability or change and shown disdain for the residents. So this group, this community, wants answers from Mr. Ford. And they haven't gotten them. Derek Finkel is one of the South Riverdale residents, lives very, very close to this particular clinic and been one of the more outspoken people. Uh, Derek, good to have you.
0: Hey, good morning, Alex. You know, I, I haven't listened to that <laughs> uh, clip of uh, the premier. And one thing that kind of stands out to me now, three months after the, uh, the murder that you just referred to uh, across the street from where I live, That that, that stands out to me now, in retrospect, is that when he refers to his team will be looking into this. I think one thing that's important for people to understand about this whole scenario is that, well, a, that we've never heard heard from his team. um, You know, and and the 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 team that they're the people conducting what's called what what they're calling uh, the Ministry of Health is calling a critical incident review of the center and and the. The consumption treatment service site. Um, they are they are not you know they're not elected officials. I mean they're not even from his office. They are Ministry of Health mm-hmm. bureaucrats and uh, staffers. So you know when he says his team is going to be looking into this, it's not really his team per se. It's it's Ministry of Health bureaucrats, many of whom you know have a vested interest in harm reduction and in in the in the establishment of these sites. And so I guess it's just taken an extremely long time. Nobody from the Ministry of Health has communicated with Even There's dozens of people in this neighborhood have tried to communicate with the ministry and the minister herself, Sylvia Jones. And, and you know, oh, we've, we don't even get auto replies. We just get yeah. silence.
1: Well, if it makes you feel better, so do I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bottom line is, you know, we've got calls into the Minister of Health. We've got, um, you know, I'm willing to talk about it. I just want to know where do things stand? Um, your promised action. And frankly, when we started to hear about connections with arrests of suspects and, and those connected to the facility, you know, was that not a turning point? There's been so many incidents, Derek, since the killing of Carolina um, that you would think, okay, this will get done and it hasn't. So what in the last couple of months have you been seeing and has happened working with this particular South Riverdale Health Centre that has driven your community group to basically just quit?
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, Well, we've been trying to work with this health center for years. I mean, a a drug den was cultivated and allowed to exist uh, on the outside. And I think there's now some evidence to show it was not just outside, but inside as well, but um, for for years. And and we just were completely ignored. And then earlier this spring, we tried to engage. We we collected our own data. We tried to engage with the CEO of the center, uh, which we did. But the board itself did not appear in front of the residents or was not interested in, in in you know, having discussions or dialogue with the residents until after the murder. That's when they showed up. And when you read the board minutes after the min, uh, after the murder, which all the board meetings became suddenly in camera, they were secret. They had legal counsel there, they had uh, PR executives there, And they formed a crisis response plan. And part of that crisis response plan, which was announced the very next day after the board meetings, was this Safer Community Committee. Now, we as residents already had our own dialogue and our own kind of committee going with them, but they didn't like that because they wanted to invite harm reduction missionaries and directors of other safe reduction, excuse me, safe injection sites in the city to come and be part of the committee because they wanted to have some allies there and they, they wanted to pat around in warmer, safer waters for them. Yeah. And so they just completely pulled out of talking to us. For Well, I wouldn't say completely, but for the most part, the board completely left and they started this own committee and you know that's it's called the safer community committee and and as we got deeper and deeper into there were some interesting revelations which we can get to in a second about you know they did a community uh, they, they hired a firm to do community consultation which is really interesting but but what we really discovered about this this safer community committee is that the parameters were set up to look at safety in the community everywhere but the center itself right like, you know, they they seem to fail to, to like, it was, it was a stunt. The whole committee was a stunt. I mean, some harm reduction missionaries refer, referred to our resignation as a stunt. But the real stunt was actually this committee because it's nothing more than a, I mean, we spent an hour and a half in the last meeting that I was in talking about a, a dearth, a lack of, of public washrooms for homeless people, decriminalization, and safer supply, none of which are things that have to do with the problems that existed outside that centre, which was... And the none moment. of the
1: things we should be actually visiting uh, until... And, you know, none, like of, none of which are
0: things this committee are ever going to have any say in anyway.
1: So let me step in, Derek, because I, I will run out of time, and I want to get to the yep. crux of this, because, you know, the bottom line is in that, um, you know, the communication that was sent out, you know, you say that the clinic shows disdain for the community. Is the community at large on your, your side? I mean, are, is the community at large done with this thing? Because it was a messaging of, look, we want changes. We, we've always been open to this. We want changes. Now I get the sense that people are just done. If you can't do this right, get it out of here.
0: Yeah. Well, what's really interesting is that when we did our own um, neighborhood uh, uh, activity collection, the, the harm reduction activists dismissed it as anecdotes. So what's really interesting is that the center hired, and I wrote about this in the national post, uh, Two weeks ago, the harm reduction, um, uh, the, the center rather, hired a community consultation firm called Public Progress. They went around and knocked on 200 doors. I think 30 local businesses within a tight, you know, radius of the center itself. And their report states that the vast majority, like almost everybody, wants it, wants it either closed or moved. So their their own people, and that there's no trust. Like the trust factor is broken with the center, and 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 this committee has just made it worse. But but yeah. So so their own consultation, and we and when 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 and when the committee, the woman who runs the committee, uh, presented you know uh, recommendations. This this finding by their own company was nowhere to be seen. Like the self-serving nature of the committee is 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 is, is really really right. remarkable.
1: Yeah so what would your message be um i've got like about 30 seconds left but you've got an opportunity to talk to the premier and the health minister what's your message to them what's your direct line
0: my message is the supreme court of canada decided in 20 ruled in 2011 that harm reduction cannot come at the expense of public safety nor can it come without uh, establishing community support neither of which this center has been able to do the premier and the health minister need to stand up to people who have a vested interest in the creation of harm reduction, many of whom are bureaucrats in the Ministry of Health. And they need to, to uh, take into serious consideration what this community has gone through and what it is continuing to go through. I mean, even how needles are distributed and handed out like candy cane and there's no obligation for anyone to return them. And a, and a public school half a block from the centre is about to be gated and closed after school and during weekends because of the health and well-being of a few people who want to leave their needles everywhere. And it's going to affect the health and well-being of hundreds of children who use that, that space in this neighbourhood. That's what we're dealing with. They need to stand up to those bureaucrats and they need to do what's right.
1: We'll keep talking about this until we get the action. Appreciate that very much, Derek. Thanks. Keep in touch. You're
0: very welcome. Take care, Alex.
1: That's Bye. Derek Finkel. So there you go. Interesting uh, with the uh, courts saying that.